0: Thank you for visiting Crossland Community Church. We are located in Terre Haute, Indiana. For more information, please visit us online at cocchurch.com. Let's listen to one of our Sunday morning messages. I just want to relive, again, this beautiful scripture about Jesus Christ and his humility to just kind of gear us up for shining like stars in the universe. Um, it says this, starting with verse five of, of chapter two. Verse 5. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, and he became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Now, in light of this, that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, royalty, majesty, perfection, all glorious, he leaves that to walk this earth Hello, Christmas, right? Baby Jesus is born. He walks the earth in the flesh of God and to, to, to just bore the cross, for, to, to reconcile us to God. And in light of all this, that even though he was God, he didn't grasp that to be something that he would cherish. But he would want to cherish the human, the creation, the fallen ones. He wanted to, 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 to embrace us, so he made himself a servant. And so it's like, in light of all this scripture now, the very next word is, therefore. And the caption is, shining as stars. And so it's like, please, this morning, can you shine like a star in light of what we just talked about with what Jesus Christ has done for you and for me, for all generations past, for all generations to come. If they would come to know Jesus Christ, could could you please do one more thing? therefore and shine like stars in the universe and just to hammer this in to give you the correct text i mean where i'm pulling this from it says therefore my dear friends as you have always obeyed not only in your presence but now much more in my absence continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling worship for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. And then in 14, it says, do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God. And here it is without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Now, again, maybe we just need to reread again. I want to read it one more time. Imitating Christ's humility. I have to read this, and let's just go ahead and keep inserting. uh, Therefore, shine like stars of the universe. Like this. Like, uh, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Therefore, shine like a star in the universe. Who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing. Therefore, can you please shine like a star in the universe in a crooked and depraved generation? It says this taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. Can you please shine like a star in a crooked and depraved generation? He humbled himself and he became obedient to death, even death on a cross, therefore shine like a star in the universe. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. There we have it. We have the end. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. Jesus Christ, we profess, we believe with every fiber of our being and DNA that he is the Lord of all and that one day it's going to happen. Every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. This is a glorious, majestic, powerful name. And we're just saying... If you know him, if you've received grace, if you, if you receive mercy, if you know this Jesus Christ, can you shine? Can you shine a little brighter in a crooked and depraved generation? Every tongue is going to f- confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Last sentence. To the glory of God the Father, can we shine like stars? Please shine like stars. It's a command, and it's simple. Why are commands given? Commands are given because the opposite of what's being commanded is most likely going to happen. I mean, that's why we put rules in place, and that's why we set boundaries. Is because oh, we've learned from mistakes, or we've gone too far before, or we learned from some other person's accident that whoa, maybe we should make a rule about this or a command. Commands are given. Shine like a star. Why would that be given? Probably because it would be very, very tempting for some of us to maybe not shine like stars in light of what Christ has done for us freely on the cross. And that's a dagger to the heart. Because it's like, what are we doing, folks? I mean, really? Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm told now to shine like a star in light of what Christ has done, and I'm told that probably because life is going to happen and the challenge is going to be that Most likely, there's going to be times in my life where I don't really shine. And if you're really honest with yourself today, there's probably moments you're not really shining and maybe you're in that pit right now that really and truthfully and honestly, we're not shining the light. We're reading the first half. Man, I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. I want to know that He became a servant and He saved me. I want to be saved from the penalty of my sin. But somehow, we've reduced the therefore. And we simply just are now, a lot of Christians around a lot of churches now, could it be, have reduced to being about, all about Christ to just simply believing? And that's it. That, that there's no following. I mean, are we really following or are we just believing? Because, again, the scary thing today is even the demons believe. You're not doing yourself any favor by just believing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it, it's a trap. It's something we fall into. <laughs> That's why our great God who knows everything wrote all these rules and all these, all these encouragement and all this stuff. Like, you know, stay the course, finish the race, fight hard, press on to take good of the, the, the goal of which I've set before you. It's all this encouragement, all this battle. It's a game. Press on. Shining like stars. Have we reduced? I'm just, these are tough questions, man, that I've just been dealing with this whole summer. I've done some reading for some classwork I've been doing, and then it just seems like other articles come across my desk, and and there's just wrestling going on in my soul right now that I'm in the midst of just in my own life. And I'm just trying to implement and understand, wow, could it be that a lot of our churches have reduced it to just simply believing Christ? And we've, we, we, we've forgotten that there's a therefore, commit yourselves. This isn't believe and be convenient. This is, no, hear, understand, accept, commit. And I want to shine like a star in a crooked and depraved generation. There, I don't have to give you reasons why we live in a crooked and depraved generation. My word. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's all around. Open your eyes. And I know, I know probably... That's no different than past generations. I mean, we feel like it's the worst now, but I'm sure in the 70s they thought it was worse. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it's just an ever-continuing cycle. This world is fallen. I don't have to tell you that, and I don't have to explain that. But what's a tragedy is, man, there are Christians, maybe some of us, who really aren't shining like the stars, and all we're doing is, really? We're just adding to the crookedness and in, in depravity of this generation because because there's no light shining and it's not that maybe we've been participating in evil things or, or bad things or things that we shouldn't do but we certainly aren't being a light in a po- opposition to it it's just hard man it's, it's hard wondering the difference between being a disciple and a christian i mean it when you look in the New Testament. There, This is not me paraphrasing. I mean, go home. Read the four gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Read those as if you've never read them before. And you tell me what kind of dude Jesus was. You tell me if he was like, hey, just believe, and whenever it's convenient, show up to church. Whenever it's convenient, you just do this thing. Whatever I say, and it's convenient for you to follow, grasp onto that and do that with all your heart. But the rest of the stuff, hey, if it don't float your boat, forget it. I mean, this is so not what the black and white words of the Scripture says, or even the red words of Jesus. Uh, this is not what the New Testament lays out for us. When Jesus Christ asked someone, it was, f- follow me. It, I mean, it was a command. It, it was an invitation, but it was a command. Like, follow me. Not just simply believe in me and be, be, just be relaxed about it. But follow me. Jesus was very all or nothing. It's true. Just read the examples and what he even tells people who want to follow him. He uses parables. The Bible says, Jesus said, the Son of God, full of grace and truth. Jesus says, listen, people are like, why do you use parables? You know, you read that. If you read the Bible sometimes and you're like, dude, Jesus, you were asked one question. What in the world are you talking about pigs for now? Or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, he's always talking about something else. Jesus Christ said, I'm going to speak in parables because I'm not interested in numbers. I want to know that the people who really get it are going to get it because they're going to hear what I'm saying and they're going to understand. They aren't just going to be part of the Jesus crowd and be lazy. That there is going to be some work following me because then they will shine. Then they will overcome a world. Then they will add numbers to their daily and the church will be built. Amen. But there's going to be work in this starting with how i talk to you and so jesus christ uses parables to actually weed out those who really aren't in tune with the bigger picture of what's going on tough questions why would we not shine like a star in the universe simply just because maybe some of us just get in this awful fast pace of this world and we simply just start to suffocate the light of the gospel because of our just our just the way we live that's the other thing that's just another tough question you know it's like again why would we stop shining like stars once we hear this great news of christ and accept him as our savior why would why would we ever stop wanting to shine and live a life in thankfulness of that and i think a lot of you might have the same answer as me that there's this four-letter word that creeps up life (laughs) life happens kyle you don't understand and that's again, these things, listen people, I cannot explain to you my heart on this subject today, really. I, I am not trying to beat you over the head and think you're not shining like stars, you're failing, you need to pick it up, you're a bunch of slackwads. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that, okay? I just said slackwad, wow. Okay, <laughs> that's not my heart. You guys know me, that's not my heart. My heart is this, I am grateful to Jesus Christ for this church and what it's done in my life and in the life of my family. I am forever grateful. I could not be more proud to lock arms and fight to try to bring more people to Jesus. I couldn't be more proud to be a part of this church because of its mission. That it is bringing people to Jesus. That's not just a cute cliche we try to use to mark it. That is DNA of us, okay? And so it terrifies me. It angers me. It you say the emotion I have felt it this summer. Man, what are we doing? Are we reaching the maximum ability of shining like stars in a crooked and depraved generation that so desperately needs Jesus Christ? Or, or are we just hitting like a, a routine where just all is well and all feels good? Because that is not how it was going down in the New Testament. And so then I just get, I, I, I just get mad because I'm like, well, Shoot. I love this church, I love these people, we're doing a lot of great things, but, but the Bible says test yourselves, so that's simply what I'm doing today, I'm just, I'm just raising up some tough questions and saying, man, check your life, what are you doing? And so then I say, everybody's going to say there's a busy schedule, Kyle. and and that's the thing today if we just look at our schedule I would lay down everything I have I would bet I would would give the benefit of the doubt I believe that most of the things that every single one of us are involved with are good things they're good things I think a lot of you would say absolutely my schedule's crazy well it's because I just had a new kid but then there's other people oh my schedule's crazy because I have middle school kids oh I've got high school kids oh my life's completely changed Oh, I'm retired, and my life is busier now than it ever was. I mean, it it never ceases. We are chaotic people. But the thing is, is that's how this world goes, and that's easy. It's a tidal wave. We get caught up in it, and we get sucked into it. But the thing is this, so I look at it, and I'm like, okay, soccer practice, just one example. I believe soccer practice is a great thing for young kids. Absolutely. They need to be a part of communities or, or athletics where they're going to learn to obey, submit to other people's authority. I mean, I, I, I think I'll be excited one day when somebody else can just grab Maddox and knock him upside the head and say, what are you thinking? You know what I mean? It's like, good. That's great teamwork for me. Thank you, coach. Yell Yo, out him more. You know, I... Soccer practice, you're not going to hear me say anything bad. Or are they praying before the game? No. It doesn't have to be a Christian-y thing. That's, that's not my point. Being a part of a soccer team is great. Family, community, wonderful. Here's the problem. We line that up on Monday night. And then Tuesday night, it's something else. Thursday night, it's something else then once a month I'm involved in this or I go to this and I've elected to be on the, the school board meeting and now I'm doing this and now I'm doing this and all of a sudden it's like these things are good individually but when you take a couple steps back and you see the week, it's like, okay, that's pretty chaotic. And then you step back even again and you look at a whole month of our schedule, it's true. It's like, whoa, those things are good but man, when you look at it from a, 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 a just a full view, I seriously think we need to write in a red Sharpie marker, marker toxic. Just write toxic across your calendar. Because that's what it is. At the end of our months, at the end of our weeks, it's true. I've, I face it. My friends face it. My family faces it. It never ceases. How you doing? Oh, I'm stressed. I'm busy. Worn out. Man. But it's just my life. It's just my life. Just my life. I mean, I just want to hit like a concrete wall when I hear that. I get so mad, but then at the other time, I'm like, no, I've fallen in that trap, and then I want to curl up in a fetus position and I want to cry because I'm like, how we have got this so backwards. We really do. And it's the way of the world. It really is. Everybody's gonna say, well then, Kyle, what do I quit? And that's the tough thing. It's like, wow we fill this stuff up but all it leaves is at the end of the month is just a bundle of watered up stressed out gropey grumpy DNA <laughs> you know and, and there's no time to, to serve there's no time to, to maybe shine like a star because we are worn out and when work's over and I have to stop at Kroger's to pick up milk and bread to go home and feed my family it's not even on my radar that I'm going into Kroger's and that the checkout clerk isn't a second-class citizen or like just a human flesh ball just sitting there there are people i'm gonna cross and i can either add how are you doing eye to eye contact you know sarah hey how's it going obviously the 10 people before me come on here's my Kroger card all right pack it up like this sack it up like this we lose track so all we do is we're in we're out we're home We don't shine like stars. It's completely lost on us. We don't take advantage of the I think the small, easy opportunities given to us because we're just worn out. We're worn thin. And all that leads us to putting a blanket over our light. And it's not missional. We don't think about it today. We just kind of do our thing. Up, family, work, home, soccer practice, home. And we don't even think about I'm passing people that are not saved at all. Does that mean you're going to whip out the gospel gun and shoot everybody with it? No. But my word, people, it says your attitude should become that of Jesus Christ. We are commanded that when we accept the gospel of Jesus, it says don't be conformed to this world anymore, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we've got to understand, you guys know what it's like to have just a good conversation with a stranger, eye to eye. You don't have to talk about, hey, have you ever read the Bible? But my word, what bridges are we building with regular people that we see on a regular basis or are we just walking right by them? I'm in, I'm out, and I I completely miss it. I go to Applebee's and is it like, Sarah, hey, how you doing? Hey, listen, I know you're pretty swamped around here in Applebee's tonight. Seriously, seriously, don't be stressed out with our table. We know you're going to get us our food as quick as you can. Hey, thanks for waiting on us. Look them in the eye. Give them life because I'm sure everybody else just says, I want my food. I want it now. Hey, I need more water. Hey, I need more straws, more napkins. And there's never that eye contact. Listen, I'm talking about basic human people skills here, okay? That's what I'm talking about. That changes people. That, that changes you when you are just addressed as a person, as a human being. And I'm just thinking, man, Jesus, disciples, and the early church had this nailed. They had this nailed. They were, they were being a light amongst the people. And it's like, finally something breaks. Dude, what is it with you? Or just conversation just might grow. You might get friendships. Who knows? I just know, and I'm guilty of it. I will be the first to admit that sometimes I stop and turn around and I'm like, man, I just walked in here and walked right out. And I didn't even think about i'm really bearing the name of christ and that doesn't mean i come in here with a machete jesus jesus you know what i mean it's, it's just like i come in here and i'm like am i a light am i smiling i mean suck it up if you had a bad day you've got to be a light into the community terra hope needs hope <laughs> you know i mean I, Terre hope is dark a lot of times and it's just like there's this this cloud of hopelessness this cloud of we aren't going anywhere let's just live life and sit here and Twitter or thumbs. And it's just like, man, come on, peeps, you know? All right. Wow, right, we got to get going. So, okay, calendar. Calendars, leave us, leave us, serving leftovers to God. I believe that. I believe there's probably some of us in this room. We do am- amazing things as church does. Again, Test yourselves. Are you becoming more and more like Christ? Therefore, I bring this up because I want to bring people to Jesus and you guys have been doing that. But come on, why can't we have even more of a volcano light? So therefore, I ask this question. What do you understand the the weight and the the tragedy of serving leftovers to a God? That's part of this tidal wave. We have now conditioned ourselves to kind of do life and then fit church fit God fit convenience in when it happens instead of absolutely these are my commitments absolutely this is what I'm going to do my life following God now I will sign up for this now I will sign up for that around these things it it is I know I'm I feel like I'm talking against a mountain because it is just the way this life works it's a routine we get in there's some scary stuff I just want to read about with leftovers today In the book of Malachi, this is the last book of the Old Testament before the New Testament begins. There's about 400 years gap. Malachi, just just hear these words. Let me read them to you. Believe me, I do not read these with joy. I do not read these. I can't tell you, Mr. Holy Worship Leader, uh, when I read these, I get frightened. it says this, You place defiled food on my altar, says God. And you ask, how have we defiled you? By saying that the Lord's table is despicable. When you bring blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice crippled or or diseased animals, is that not evil? Wow. Would you try offering that to your governor? Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you? Says the Lord Almighty. He said that. And then he says this, Oh, oh, that one of you would just shut those temple doors so that you would not just light useless fires on my altar. I'm not pleased with you, says the Lord Almighty. And I will accept no offering from your hands. He says, my name is going to be great among the nations from the rising to the setting sun. In every place, incense and pure offerings will be brought up to my name because my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord Almighty. But you profane it by saying of the Lord's table, it is defiled and its food is despicable. And you say, what a burden, and you sniff at it. Uh, disgracefully, says the Lord Almighty. And then it says this. He says this. When you bring injured, crippled, or diseased animals, when you bring leftovers, when you bring leftovers, should I accept them from your hand? says the Lord? Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male flock and vows to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. Cursed is the man who has a... A completely acceptable offering, and he commits that, but then he brings something else. He brings what's convenient. He brings what is left over. It's almost like curses <laughs> a guy who, who sees the cross and understands it and, and reads it, and oh, thank you. And he commits it, oh, Jesus, be my Lord and Savior. A couple weeks go by, no, you're my Savior, but you're not my Lord. I'm giving you leftovers now you really haven't moved into the king of my throne. Man, you were perfectly acceptable offering, but yet now you're offering the, the unacceptable. But then God, full of grace and truth, that's truth, but now let's hear a little grace. For I am a great king. It's almost like he's remembering, helping them remember, listen people, your fire's going out. You're not shining like stars. You, 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 you've made a commitment, but I'm getting the leftovers now. Okay, that is all cursed. That's not good. That's not pleasing to me. I don't accept it from you. It's almost like, but listen to me. I am a great king. It's almost like, remember, I brought you from slavery out of Egypt. Remember the time I led you, cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Remember. David led you in songs. My mercies are new every morning from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. I I stay the same. I never forsake you. I never leave you. I'm a great king. I'm a great king. Maybe we just need to be restirred about that this morning. Maybe we just need to be relived about that and understand, man, you are a great king. What am I doing with my life bringing you leftovers, bringing you a worn out attitude? Man, what are we doing I got to go there. Just a few hundred years later, Jesus Christ comes onto the scene and, and he tells us we are the what? Light of the world. That we are to be like Christ who is the light of the world. Therefore, we're the hands and feet, God calls us, of Christ. And he says, you shine, you're the light, and you be salty among this earth. Flavor, season, season this earth, Be salty. But he says this, again, why would he say it? Probably because the temptations there, that we would fall into this. He says, but if you lose your saltiness, you would even ruin manure. I mean, really. I mean, I stop and think about this, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. The Son of God is saying, if you lose your saltiness, you don't even benefit manure for fertilizing the ground. That's straight scripture. And it's like, wow. (laughs) I mean, okay, that's really, I mean, Maddox is eating table food now. And, dude, the diapers have completely changed. And they (laughs) reek, you know what I'm saying? I mean, table food has brought on a whole new thing in our house. And it's, like, amazing. And, uh, anyhow... By the way, it's kind of weird how the, the, the wife, the mom says, Oh, buddy, you feel better? Oh, daddy lets one go. It's a whole other story. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, so, uh, so manure, manure, really. I mean, I mean Brett Wilson is somewhere right now shaking his head because he's like, something funky's going on across the line. <laughs> but guys, Jesus Christ, that's the thing. Maybe we've painted a too easy picture sometimes. About Christ. Christ was like, listen, people, I want you to follow me and I want you to be be salty. And if you lose your salt, I'm telling you, you're you're not even good for manure. Scary stuff. So my plea this morning, my plea this morning is this: Can we stop calling it a busy schedule? Can we stop calling it bills? Can we stop calling it it's just my life? And call it what it is, according to Malachi. Or even the very words of Jesus Christ, that it's evil. It's evil. It's not right. It's not what's supposed to happen. What if we just were honest with ourselves and said, Man, this is true, this is this is stuff, this is stuff I'm gonna need to go home and chew on, eat on, and think about. I need to pick up some slack in my life because I am not shining like I have been commanded to do. Revelation three one says this. Revelation three one says this. I know your deeds. It's just scary to just think about that. God says, I know your deeds. Some of you have a reputation of being alive, but you're really dead. Again, it's the same principle. Some of you have a reputation of being alive. You're being able to come to church with your fine clothes on and just kind of live the life. But man, we hit Monday and what happens? And again, that's the thing that we're trying to, to, trying to get on in the office we're like man some of our Sundays we feel like we're doing great and man there's a there's a good momentum there's a good excitement but it's like we're ignorant of what really goes on in the, on in the week I mean it seems like it's light and it's full in here and I'm just asking is it that way when you leave do you do you continue to be alive or are you searching are you seeking God and if you are can you just do it more Jesus told another parable of the guy who... The, the, the parable of the, 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 uh, um, the sower. Uh, the seed's falling down. And there's this, this sun seed that falls into thorny soil. And the thorns say it, it chokes the light and it chokes the life. I mean, maybe some of us this morning keep thinking we are in the good soil. But really, if we're honest, man, I guess I really don't have a strong developing root because I'm in kind of some thorny stuff right now, because life, schedules, busy, chaosness, is, it, it's choking the very light of the gospel in which I'm hoping to share with the community. It's choking it right out of me. Maybe some of you just need to go home and kind of check your soil. Are there thorns in it? It's like, oh man, I just love the thought of a garbage can. You know what I mean? Some of us seriously just need to recheck how we're living our lives. And my goal today honestly with every fiber of me it's not just another ram of the army to say love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your might that's not it i mean that is a great step to take and to do what i'm wanting to get done but my point is this people there are people not being saved because the light is not shining. So yeah, I would love to have you live a better life because you're just in tune with your Savior and you've got just a, a ever-drawing, closer relationship. Absolutely, I'm a big fan of that. But my plea this morning is from a heart of saying man you walk around this town and it just is like almost depressing sometimes it's just dark and hopeless and i'm saying no cross lane we can do better we can do more why can't we why can't we be a volcano (laughs) why can't we just light this place up and just get a new surge of life in Terre Haute? and it's just that's what i'm saying man it's just like get the garbage out of the okay House, family, where you at? You know, guys, we need to rearrange some schedules. It's going to be weird. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be against the whole grain of the world. But darn it, we got to do it. We got to throw that stuff out and uncompromisingly chase God and get this whole commitment renewed because we're a family that's given leftovers. What does that look like? I, I don't know. See, that's the thing. That's another ex- answer you got to do. You got you to understand that. Wait a second. You mean to tell me there are actually high school kids coming on Sunday night to a, to a youth program in this cricket and depraved generation? Well, my word. I love kids. Why in the world am I too busy and too worn out to sign up, to be a sponsor, to be a hand, to help lead these kids in the way they should go? That is amazing that those kids are really coming to youth group. Of course I want to help that. What in the world am I doing all this stuff for and I can't even help build the kingdom of God? I don't know what it is. Mowing the grass, to being youth sponsors, to praying, to small groups. I don't know. My my. My problem is there's probably something that you are just kind of holding in on the light and it's not shining like it could be. And the early church shined like stars and they added numbers to them daily. The church just grew and exploded. Why not us? Why not? Again, that's my plea. That is my request. That's, that's just where I'm at. And again, it's just because if we shine brighter, we're going to have way more potential to reach way more lost people. And that is what we are about, church. So we must, we must attend that. What we're going to do now is we're just going to sing a few songs. That is just a, it's just a prayer about that. It's a plea. It's a request that, God, you would come flow in me, that I would be a light for you, that I would, that I would resign some of these things, rearrange and reengage your will for my life. And so, I don't know. I don't want you to just sing because you feel obligated to sing. Maybe you just want to close your eyes and pray as you hear the words. Maybe you want to belt it, man, because this is right on key with what you, where you've been at lately. But we're just going to take a few moments and sing some prayers. That's all this is. It's time for us to pray. And that prayer time is going to lead us into communion. And again, today as we take communion, it simply is to remember that Christ in humility rescued us. And that we would remember that to act upon it. To go shine like stars in a crooked and depraved generation. And, uh, and you'll know when it's time for communion. We'll pray for it. And we'll do offering and announcements and stuff. But this next few moments of just singing and just kind of focusing it in. Just where you at? Where you at? You need some more salt again? You need some more light again? You need to rearrange a couple things. You need to say, man, I have become a pro at justifying the chaos of my life. And I need to quit justifying because I tell you what, New Testament, it was all or nothing. I mean, it was one focus, everything else submitted to that. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where's your family at? Let's pray. God, you are good. You are good and your love endures forever. Your mercy has no... Ceasing, It's new every day. What wonderful, beautiful news. But God, I just am asking now that you stir in our souls, that you make us hungry, that, 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 that there could be none of us in this room perfect this morning. There could be none of us doing everything probably that you have called us to do. So God, that's simply a prayer request. That's, that's just a make us better for you, for you have been good to us. So just lead us, God. Lead us individually. Lead us corporately to just making decisions that, that, that really lead us closer to you and that you indeed would shine through us like stars in this dark world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for visiting. We hope you've been encouraged. Please feel free to visit us online at clchurch.com.